pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Your number one source for all the league's top headlines. Here's your host, Justin Kinner. All right, everybody, we welcome you in. Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. I'm Justin Kinner hanging out with you here today and excited to bring on our next guest. As this has been one of the most strangest college basketball seasons, forget basketball, athletic season in general, whether it's football, whether it's volleyball, soccer, basketball, what have you, in every sport is having to deal with its bumps along the way and adjusting on the fly. And that is something that we're going to discuss with our next guest, Cameron Whitaker, the head coach for Northern Kentucky Women's Basketball, who's sitting atop the Horizon League right now with an unbeaten record in conference play. Coach Whitaker, we welcome you in. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I appreciate your time. And look, right now, as I mentioned, look, it's just been the most strangest of seasons, and it's all about how you handle it. And I think one of the most difficult things to handle is is time off. You guys played a game on January 1st and didn't play again to the 29th. Uh, I mean, talk to me about how you manage a team, a roster, uh, a group of girls like this to be able to kind of keep them in shape, to keep them prepared while battling the COVID protocols and the virus itself. Uh, What has this season been like for you and your team thus far? Well, you know, um, it's like they say when you're raising children. I don't have children yet. (laughs) um, it, It takes a village. And I'm just really fortunate to have such a great coaching staff and administrative support and strength and conditioning coach and athletic trainer and you know all the people that are involved this year are involved every year but um, even more so this year because you worry about injury you worry about their health and and all the things that are associated with COVID and um, we're all dealing with something that we've never dealt with before so I think it starts there and I, I feel really fortunate to be around the people that I'm around every day and to have such great support in my family and my friends and, and all those people. But also, I, I just give a lot of credit to our kids. We have a great culture. Our kids are awesome. They're high-character, blue-collar, hardworking kids that have been raised really, really well. And so credit their parents for how they've been raised and how they've been able to handle this adversity. Now, you, again, I talked about that gap off uh, from January 1st to, I believe, the 29th. So there was 10 games missed during that stretch. And mm-hmm. was that was it was it your team that had the outbreak? Was it opponents? A combination of both? I mean, what what was the situation? If you don't mind, it was a combination of both. Mm-hmm. So um, we were set to play Cleveland State, and the regulations um, for Ohio, the travel restrictions um, at that time, they had recommended to not travel and quarantine all those things, so Cleveland State couldn't come here and play. Um, and so we missed that weekend for that reason. And then we had some COVID issues among our staff and team. Um, and so then it was us mm-hmm. who had to quarantine. And, and when we found out um, of our positive cases, it was so late in the week that it forced us to miss two more weeks. So, um, you know, it was just poor timing and a little run of bad luck there. Um, but our kids, you know, they – they did what they had to do, and, and we've just all tried to just stay positive and do the best we can do. 
So you have that time off, and you guys are off and rolling now. You're undefeated in conference play, and I'm just curious. Not that a coach ever thinks that their team is not going to do well, but you had every reason to probably doubt how your team was going to look coming out of that one-month hiatus, at least from a game standpoint. Um, I, I, I hate the question, are you surprised? But, I mean, what is your reaction right now to the way your team, you talked about the high character on your team and the way, you're, you know, not just the players, but your staff and just the university as a whole has backed you. I mean, but it speaks volumes just about how they they held their head high and have been able to kind of battle through this and have had this hot start coming out of that break. Yeah, you know, I am a little bit surprised, to be honest, because we're limited in our numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got two players out with injury and, and two key players. Oh, yeah, injuries still them. exist. I forgot. So, in- injuries. Right. St- <laughs> yeah, we actually still have colds and sore throats and injuries. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, it's just a ton of a ton of things thrown our way and um it, it was difficult you know and i i am surprised i think surprise is okay to say it i i wasn't really sure what to expect because we've had such limited practice and to have one game in 40 days and then have to go play the top team in the league on the road um i wasn't really sure how we were going to respond i know what our potential is but that's our potential with eight weeks in the summer uh, preseason, you know, having a full preseason of individual workouts and skill development, and then having a full preseason of practice with our team. And we just haven't had those opportunities like so many other teams have had to face as well. And so um, I'm a little bit surprised as, as to um, how well we played at Milwaukee with being off for so long. But at the same time, you know, I know we have the talent, and um, sometimes with limited numbers, the kids know they're not getting us up. They can play a little bit more free with a lot more confidence because, you know, if they make a mistake, there's no option. You got to stay in. You got to play through it. And so I think, I think our players kind of fed off of that and helped each other through it. Now you, you mentioned Milwaukee. You know, it's one thing to be off for a month, but then to have to come out of that month-long break, and then you look. I mean, this stretch is brutal. I mean, you have Milwaukee, Green Bay, Wright State. And, you know, those are your, you know, you know, you guys come onto the scene last year and, you know, you have a great season last year, but these are the teams that you're typically battling it out with. But that's a brutal stretch. And to take those two from Milwaukee right off the bat, I mean, again, any win is a good win, but it has to, I mean, confidence has to be through the roof when you get two wins against a team that was rolling like Milwaukee. It is. You know, Milwaukee, I mean, they're off to their best start, I think, since 2006. Mm And Kyle's done a great job with that team. They're experienced. They've got, They've got good players that start, good players coming off the bench. They play well together. And so, uh, you know, a lot of credit to Milwaukee. And, yeah, I mean, it is a tough stretch for us. We're playing the top teams in our league that are proven winners. And But, you know, it's like I tell our kids every day, it doesn't matter who we play. It doesn't matter uh, what the circumstances are. This is life. You know, you're going to be doing things in life that are difficult, and we have to learn to face them and deal with them and fight through the adversity and, figure out a way to come together and and do our best and so that's what they've done and you know and it doesn't get easier then we've got green bay coming in who for years has run the horizon league and and that's no secret but our team you know we have team goals just like every other team in our league everybody wants to win a championship and we're just trying to approach each weekend as if it were a championship weekend and you know the semifinals and championship game you got to win the first one to get to the second one and we're just trying to have that kind of mentality. Don't save anything. Give it all you got the first day, and then we'll worry about day two if, if and when we get there. So um, that's kind of the approach we've taken, and, and it is a brutal stretch. 
Um, but, you know, we need to play the top teams in the league. This is good for us. I think it will help prepare us to keep our eyes on the big picture uh, come tournament time. Absolutely. We have Cameron Whitaker with us, the head coach for Northern Kentucky women's basketball. Carissa Garcia, uh, two huge games. You know, we talked about, you know, coming out of that break, you have Milwaukee. You need players to step up, and then they're stepping up, and then there's what Carissa Garcia did to help pace you guys offensively. I mean, Lindsey Duvall had a big game, uh, had some big games as well as Ivy Turner. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at this box score. I'm like, you're right. You don't have a lot of bodies, do you? I mean, so, no, it, it, we don't. <laughs> uh, but you and we're without our first-team all-conference. Yeah, that, point guard <laughs> and Allie Neese. So, so. You know, but Carissa Garcia, just talk about the, the, the run that she's on right now, just back-to-back 20-point games and what she's been able to do. Well, I, I think we're just beginning to see what Carissa's capable of. This is the Carissa, the, the way she played last weekend. It's who I watched for two years in high school. And um, it's just her adjustment's taking a little bit longer to the college game. And, um, you know, I just give her a lot of credit because she continues to work and stay focused and, Opportunity came up, and, you know, Allie, unfortunately, is out for the season. And so um, there's opportunity, and we talk about that all the time on our team. You know, everybody needs to stay ready, regardless of the amount of minutes you may be getting right now. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Someone could be out who's going to be ready to step up. And fortunately for us, Carissa stepped up big time last weekend. And just so proud of her. She's just a sophomore. You know, I think I really believe her best days are ahead. She. There's nobody that works harder than her, nobody that's in the gym longer than her. And, and not to mention, a lot of people don't know this, but Carissa, since August, has been in quarantine for 52 days. Hmm. Um, not because of her, but because of a roommate situation or, you know, a team situation or for whatever reason, uh, she had to have be in quarantine. And um, she's missed a lot of practice and a lot of stuff. And so I just think, again, it, it speaks volumes to her and, and her work ethic and her attitude and how she's continued to stay positive. Coach, uh, it, you know, it, the answer varies from coach to coach. I don't know about you, but from a fan perspective a little bit, I kind of like the back-to-backs. I kind of like the same opponent back-to-back days. It, it just It's brought up some intriguing situations throughout the season, whether it be men or women's basketball. But I'm curious from mm-hmm. a coach's perspective, how do you like it? I mean, when you look at, you know, throughout the week and, you know, previous seasons, you might play on a Thursday, Saturday, and you have Monday through Wednesday to prepare for what you think would be the Thursday opponent. But if Saturday is a better opponent, you want to put time into preparing for them too right is it easier to balance preparation for the same opponent heading into the weekend absolutely you know our staff we're doing things totally different this mm-hmm. year i'm sure a ton of staffs are doing the same thing but we're all splitting up the scout we're all scouting the team and trying to prepare our kids the best way we can and um, it definitely is is less challenging in terms of you know the hours you have to spend on film you got one coach working on one mm-hmm. game you got another coach working on their game i'm trying to scramble you know in the off day to get ready for the following game because you want to get ready for Thursday game so um, it's definitely um, a a little bit less taxing on us um, and our players you know we always try to focus on ourselves anyway Um, we think that you know if we go out and do what we do then um, the rest will take care of itself Uh, but we do scout obviously and and try to um, give them a paper scouts video, and it definitely makes it a little bit easier on us. And also the travel, you know, we get don't have that day off in between. We get home a day earlier. Um, you're not having to go from place to place when you're on the road, um, and I think that's a little bit easier for us too. 
What what about recruiting right now? What's what's your what's your busiest recruiting time? I mean, I, obviously you're always recruiting, you're always looking uh, for the best players out there. Uh, but is the off season more of the time that you're out watching uh, players, or is it more during the season? And how has COVID impacted your your team's uh, recruiting method? Well, recruiting is a lot in July, and we missed that last year, so I do think that's going to impact um, the next class coming in. Um, however, I'm, I'm really happy we were still able to watch games in July. We just had to do it on video, so it was much different. Um, and that's usually our busiest time. It's, it's July in the preseason, going to watch practices in September, doing home visits, things like that. I think we were impacted a little bit in that area. Um, it, it's been tough because we do go to a lot of high school games during the season of our top recruits. So, uh, you know, I think it's yet to be determined on how it's going to impact us. I think we're going to see those impacts probably in a couple years. You know, I, I think we'll all be looking at the effects of recruiting through COVID, you know, maybe in the 21-22, 22-23 season. You know, it's hard to think about, but uh, we're doing the best we can do. You know, fortunately for us, um, again, I've got a great staff, and we've gotten in on some really good young players, and we try to recruit players at a young age. So we've already kind of got our top 22 and 23 list in order, um, and we're just watching them online. And anytime they have a game, they're pretty much streamed. So we're watching them that way and, you know, trying to just have more contact with them than we typically would probably. But um, we'll see. We'll see what the impact's going to be. It'll right. be interesting. All right, Coach, we'll send you out with this. Again, we've, we've talked about you know the, the time off, coming back. You have Milwaukee, but uh, the two opponents you have coming up uh, green, you know, this weekend, starting tomorrow, you have Green Bay, uh, a pair with Green Bay at home. Uh, then you have Wright State coming in. Uh, just, you know, you're riding off that momentum with the wins against Milwaukee. Now, what do you, how has practice been this week in, in preparing for these couple of opponents coming up? Well, practice has been a lot of skill development, a lot of shooting, a lot of 5 on 0. Um, not a whole lot of live because we've got nine healthy bodies right now. So, you know, we got coaches there's coaches out here practicing, and I told them pretty soon I'm going to have to start practicing, and if that happens, it's a bad day. So <laughs> I might not be able to coach in the game, but uh, we've had great practices. It's just um, they're a little bit shorter and, uh, you know, try to go intense, maybe an hour, hour and 15 minutes, because we got to save their legs, just lack of depth right now. Um and making sure they stay, the, the ones we do have stay healthy and um, keep their bodies as fresh as we possibly can. But we've had a good week. All right, Cameron Whitaker, uh, head basketball coach for Northern Kentucky Women's Basketball, good enough to hang out with us here on this week's edition of Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Just a reminder that today's interview is brought to you by health and wellness company Zervita, changing lives for the better through nutritional and performance-based products and opportunities. Northern Kentucky has Green Bay and Wright State the next two weekends, uh, and we're really pulling for Northern Kentucky again as they're back out on the court after a month off uh, and already an exciting start since their return. Two wins over Milwaukee, Green Bay, Wright state in oakland coming up to close out the regular season coach whitaker thank you so much for your time continue to stay safe and healthy to you your family your players staff and everyone else thank you so much thank you thank you